Fascinating conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball and Allison Carter. And this week we're going to talk about expiration dates. You don't always follow expiration dates. How old is that milk in the fridge right now? Okay, I can smell an expiration date when it comes to food. Well, unfortunately, not all marketers are as good at telling when something has passed its prime. I was on BuzzFeed today, and I saw a sponsored post from Pillsbury, and it was talking about 10 reasons that uh, New England is football country, and it was cheering on the New England Patriots as they were in the playoffs and said they were going to dominate, and that would all be very good if the Patriots hadn't lost on Saturday. Absolutely. And so the point with that marketing is that was great. Mm -hmm. It was timely. It was terrific. It was a great way to engage with people, but it had an expiration date. Right. And that's a great point because a lot of marketing these days with the boom, 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 instant gratification, memes and cultural things are here in one minute and gone in the next. It's becoming more and more important to have that kind of timely content rather than more evergreen content. But at the same time, that brings a lot of pressure on the marketer to make sure that once that is past its prime for whatever reason, either because the event has passed, the date has passed on the calendar, some kind of national tragedy happened that makes it no longer appropriate, that marketer has to be on it and make sure that that content is off or they just look foolish. Absolutely. So, how do you do that? If you want to get more timely, we talked a little bit recently about content calendars, Mm -hmm. but it's really hard to, I think, map out an entire Twitter strategy or an ad strategy. So how do you begin to do this kind of timely, but also time-sensitive marketing? Well, in some cases, like, let's take this example that we were talking about, the, the playoffs. So they've known for a week that the Patriots were going to be in the playoffs, Uh, that they were going to be continuing in the playoffs this week. So they could have that content ready in the can uh, fairly far in advance. But what they needed to do was they needed to have some sort of notification either on the ad rep side or on their their ad rep on on BuzzFeed side saying, after Saturday, we need to reevaluate this ad and see if it still works. Or even have a note in the file that says to BuzzFeed, if they lose on Saturday, discontinue this. And the other thing I think that they could have done, and they're probably scrambling to do it now, but now it's almost too late, is they needed to have a win and a lose ad. Yes, it's great as a fan. You want your team to go all the way. But as a marketer, you gotta you got to recognize that there's always two teams playing and somebody's going to lose. Yeah, that, I talked about this example last week when we talked about content calendars. When Amy Poehler won the uh, Emmy for or whatever it was, the some award recently for Best Actress in a Comedy, within seconds, Parks and Recreation's official Twitter and Facebook accounts had a picture up saying, congratulations, Amy Poehler. You can bet folding money that they had a similar image that was, we love you anyway, Amy. You need those contingency plans. And um, you hope you never have to use them. However, and I think um, we also see this uh, with holidays, Mm-hmm. Everybody gets really excited about creating Halloween content and Christmas mm-hmm. content and Thanksgiving content. It looks great during the season. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think marketers probably jump in a little too early on some of that. Day after Thanksgiving, 
get rid of the turkeys. Yeah, there's a poem about there's nothing sadder than a Christmas tree the day after Christmas. <laughs> and I mean, that's that's the case. It's it's difficult to jump in too early. Yes, people will post pictures on Twitter of, you know, Easter candy in the store the day after Christmas, whatever. It's far more embarrassing to be posting content on, you know, five great gifts for Christmas in the middle of January. And I had a case recently, uh, this was Halloween. I was on Food Gawker, which is a food aggregation site, and they have sponsored content. For a good month after Halloween, Bisquick was still trying to get us to make, like, ghosts out of pastry dough and stuff. And it was just embarrassing. Like, I wanted to call Bisquick and be like, do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're spending money on right now? This is a waste. Because... The, the two things happen when you see the content, when it's timely, mm-hmm. you may or may not pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. When it's no longer timely, when mm-hmm. it's past its expiration date, I don't know, to me somehow those things jump off the page more than they ever did when they were in season. Now, some people might argue that's a good thing that they did boost brand awareness, but is it a positive brand awareness boost? Granted, I'm a little bit more critical because this is my job, this is what we do, but at the same time, everybody knows when it's not Halloween anymore. This is not a technical aspect. <laughs> Everybody's calendar goes to October 31. Well, yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say that, that, that those are things, I get it when people don't know when Hanukkah is. I'm all right if they it can't figure move. out, yes, okay, but Halloween, Thanksgiving, 4th of July... Those are, they're, they're pretty set in stone. They are. I think that it's really kind of symptomatic of how, in some cases, over-reliant people are on scheduling. It's so easy to make sure that your message is plugging along, plugging along, plugging along, but you have to remember that at some point you've got to get in and get new creative in there or suspend the campaign for a while until you have something new, whatever. Otherwise, you are literally wasting money. And I'm going to go to the other side of it, is that there are predictable things mm-hmm. that expire your marketing, mm-hmm. and there are not. Yes. There, there are random events that make your marketing irrelevant, or even worse yet, insensitive. Yeah, this is something that happens a lot after um, mass shootings, which unfortunately are, are all too frequent, but something that was innocuous a few days ago can suddenly become horribly insensitive. Something as as simple as an ad that includes a song that, I don't know, Jamie's got a gun or something. I don't know. Some sort of gun-themed item. Or remember after 9-11 how there was that long list of songs that they allegedly banned from the airwaves? Things like Crash and Burn by Savage Garden, which had nothing. It's about picking people up after they fall. Oh, I was a big Savage Garden fan, so sorry. Um, but anyway, but the, even but innocuous things can suddenly become scary, frightening, upsetting to people. Well, and and in that instance, I think maybe they went overboard the other way to try to protect how people are feeling. But let's dial it back to some of these schools that have been impacted Mm -hmm. recently. Something as innocuous as scheduled tweets about tonight's football game. Yep. Um, The the example uh, that I think we use here in Indiana a lot was a few years ago there was an accident during um, a concert at the State Fair, mm-hmm. and the State Fair actually closed the next day, and, and it was the right decision. It was a fatal accident, for those of you who weren't from here. Several people did die. It was a horrible, horrible thing. And so they made the right decision, and they closed the fair, but they didn't turn off their Twitter feed. Well, no, the, the, Indiana, the, the Indiana State Fair account did. Full disclosure, I interned at the Indiana State Fair, so I do know the people who run those accounts. 
But the, they did. They were fine. The issue was the vendors. So I remember something from the National Soybean Council was talking about coming to meet Benny the Bean the next day. Well, no, there was going to be no Benny the Bean, and people were dead, or people were still wondering if their loved ones were okay. So because they tried to make it more convenient for themselves on a weekend and schedule their tweets, they wound up looking really insensitive. And so I love schedule tweet functionality. I think when you're managing big campaigns, um, I think that certainly gives you a lot of flexibility. But anytime you're auto-scheduling, anytime you're turning something on that's going to run, mm -hmm. you have to have that early warning light that goes off anytime there's a news story, anytime there's something going on that makes you answer the question, should we still be running this? Mm -hmm. It can be something simple, it can be something large. Mm -hmm. The second question is, should we run something else? Mm -hmm. And that is a hard question. And, and it's also something I think that we've covered in bigger detail with the SpaghettiOs conversation a few weeks back. Using some of these tools, if there is something appropriate, how long is it appropriate to leave that message up? You're know, making face. I'm sure that that question made perfect sense in my yeah, head. Yeah, I'm not Okay, please but, explain that. Please explain. So you you are part of a community. Something happens in your community, mm -hmm. and you decide that you're going to put a message on your homepage, a message oh, on your know, Facebook website. Page. On a website or a tweet that says, you know, we're, we're, we're here to support the families, whatever, whatever, whatever. How long after the event? And I think that's the other thing I see is it's been a week. It's been two weeks. Flags are no longer at half-mast. Whatever. It's time to move on. Well, I mean, there's in the case of putting something on your homepage that's different, you should never take those down if they're on social media. You would simply be posting new content to push them down effectively. There is no hard and fast rule. Um, the closer it is to your community, the longer the time period. That's the rule. So, for instance, um, let's let's take Sandy Hook. Of course, the tragedy in Connecticut. The day that it happened, no one was talking about anything else. I remember I couldn't think about anything else. It was horrible. There's no point in putting messages up that day. At worst, you look insensitive. At best, you're buried. So there's no point. It's a no-win scenario. But I would say the next day, people in Indiana can get back to business. People in Connecticut, people in Sandy Hook, is there a longer mourning period? I think it depends on your business. I think it depends on your audience. There's a lot of factors, but in general, the closer it is to home, the longer that time period. I think that's, um, I was in New York City um, maybe three or four years ago. So it is a long time past mm -hmm. September 11th. But as you walk down the street past, we were down in the village, mm -hmm. so we were at the fire station yeah. um, where pretty much every first responder from that fire station died. Mm -hmm. There are fresh flowers mm -hmm. every day, even now, years and years mm -hmm. later. So I think that kind of is, is a really good example that the closer it mm -hmm. is, um, the longer um, you probably can't go back to business or message as usual. I think a good rule of thumb is be, be a human being <laughs> first, you know. Um, Gauge the sentiment of your community. Look at your peers. Look at, you know, talk to people and see how they're feeling. If in doubt, don't do it and never try to capitalize on a tragedy unless... If you want to donate money, do it. Don't tie it to something like Facebook likes or something like that. You're just going to look like... Something not good. Yeah, no. No. And uh, and even something that 
that worked, that gained you a lot of positive publicity. Mm-hmm. You put a donate button on your website and you do it. There is a point at which you can continue to leave it there, but you have to stop talking about it on social media because even even good works, even things that that um, show the very best, show your company off in the very best light and very well-intentioned, if you continue to promote those too long, mm-hmm. look self um self-serving self very self-serving yeah so ultimately you know in that case it it comes down to timing once again and really people underestimate how important timing is in social media but it's really everything there uh and that timing aspect and i really want to kind of focus on that is the timing is different for different medium Mm -hmm. um in twitter you pretty much need to be on it right away Mm -hmm. On Facebook or LinkedIn, you have a little bit more, not a lot of forgiveness, but a little bit more forgiveness because people don't expect that all-day, everyday kind of updates. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you're you better off having nothing. In the case of a tragedy, yes, but I think that it's important for everyone to remember you need to have a little content calendar. It all comes back to that, you know... Pull ads on October, you know, on November 1st. Or, you know, make sure to check who won the Patriots. <laughs> Those kinds of things. Just write them down. Put a Google Calendar alert. Whatever it takes to be cognizant of those changes as they happen. If you're if you're going to ride pop culture, mm-hmm. it's like a roller coaster. There are ups, there are downs. And sometimes you got to get off the ride. Like, okay, so twerking was everything, what, six weeks ago? That's when everybody was talking about the Miley Cyrus molesty teddy bear thing. Now, if you make a twerking joke, you seem pretty behind the eight ball. You seem like the cool grandma trying to show that she's <laughs> still with it, and she knows the slang, and she busts out words like cool beans, and now she asks you if you twerk at your high school dance. It's like that. So if you are even slightly behind the curve, you will look embarrassing. So that timing, you know, you might think that you have all the time in the world to get your Harlem Shake video together. Does anyone remember the Harlem Shake anymore? Painfully, yes. I, 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 I'm proud of this. I never watched a Harlem Shake video. I don't actually even know what it is. That's okay. I haven't watched a lot of the twerking ones, so we're e- You are... That's a good life decision. Yeah. It's a good example, though, that... These things come and go. They do come and go, and the bottom line is when you're trying to be on top of a trend, whether that is a football game or a pop culture trend or anything else, there's a lot to be gained, but there's also a big risk. But you can mitigate that by being smart and organized. And having one or two members of your team that are paying attention to pop culture, if it's not going to be you, you need to have somebody that really is on top of that that can help you figure out, is this a trend we want to play with? I'm very hip and with it, so... Yeah, okay, that isn't going to do me a lot of good because as we're wrapping up today and we're talking about expiration dates, we do need to talk about one more expiration date. It did wind up being some symmetry there, didn't it? I didn't even notice that. Yes, you did. Um, For those of you that have enjoyed... Allison's conversations here on More Than A Few Words as much as I've enjoyed trading barbs with her. Unfortunately, this is your last opportunity to hear a program with her. She's moving on to some really interesting other stuff. Yes, uh, I'm very, very sad to leave Round Peg, but excited to start a new chapter in my career. I'll be uh, moving into some ad copywriting. 
um, learning to do some new things, but it has been a, a hell of a ride here at Round Peg. Stick around because More Than A Few Words is not going away. It will still be here with all of the uh, news that you need on marketing and social media, so make sure that you hit that subscribe button on iTunes if you haven't yet. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.